Welcome back to another episode on the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And here on the Grow Through It podcast, I share my life experiences and the stories of others as we are growing through life's ups and downs and coming out on the other side. Tune in as you may become inspired to evolve into the next best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode here on the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And today I want to chat about being an online empathic entrepreneur. Are you an online empathic entrepreneur? This is actually a conversation that has been coming up inside of my free community over on Facebook called the Empowered Self. And then we have self as an acronym, S-E-L-F. And I've been noticing that the women that I tend to attract into my work, whether if they're working with me for life coaching, uh, relationships, or more confidence in their leadership or in their business, that there is a common trait amongst all of my clients that I have worked with in the last several years I've been, I've been coaching And it's that we are highly empathic, very intuitive, and deep, soulful women. And being wired this way, it tends to bump up against the culture that has been created in the online spaces. And what I have been noticing in my own journey in particular, and then also the women that I've worked with, is that there are these moments where no one wants to be online, meaning social media. And because I I have been building an online business, social media has been some of the tools I use to share my work, to share my content, to promote my services and my programs and my offers and to connect with people and cult- and cultivate my community. And admittedly, there have been times where I have really, really, really contemplated with myself, should I be on social media? Because as a highly empathic, intuitive woman, I have my moments where I feel drained by social media, or I feel like I see a lot of BS and I get really frustrated and irritated by it. I can see through the smoke and mirrors. I can see who's not being authentic. I can see who is just trying to sell me something and they really don't care about me as a human. I can tell when people are putting on facades and airs. And the frustrating part for me is that those are the people that tend to have the most quote unquote social media success, or so it appears. And the women that are in my world notice this too. They, they see it, they notice it, they get frustrated by it. And it can become really discouraging when you are still building and growing and putting your work out there, whatever type of work you do. And you're just feeling discouraged, questioning like, man, is this is this worth it? Is this ever going to work? What if this is going to be in vain? And so I want to share some things that have been helping me 
to be consistent. You know, one of my clients shared with me not too long ago that I'm one of the most consistent people that she knows. She's like, you're so disciplined and consistent with your content. And I'm going to share with you how and why on this episode and really what's been my driving force behind me still being online. Because like I shared, there have been so many times that I have considered pulling the plug from social media and thought about going old school and figuring out another way to build what I've been building. However, social media is such a powerful tool when we use it the right way. And so I want to share with you some things that have been helpful for me and the people that I have worked with in navigating social media as an empathic entrepreneur and Maybe this will give you some insights into how you can maybe examine and look at your behaviors and habits with social media and if there's anything that you need to tweak. So the very first thing is preserving your energy. As empathic people, we have such a gift with our essence. Our very essence is magnetic. We have this light. We have this aura. We have this way of being about ourselves that naturally magnetizes and attracts people. And we have to be mindful to preserve our energy so that we have enough energy to where our own cup is full and then we're giving from a place of overflow, meaning we're giving our, sharing our gifts, sharing our knowledge, our wisdom, our expertise, our offers, whatever it is from a place of overflow rather than from a place of stress, exhaustion, or overwhelm. And so one thing that you want to consider is if you're noticing that you're not feeling that vitality in yourself, you're not feeling that optimal energy, you're not feeling like you're in your highest well-being, you want to look at, is it time to take a break? And so I'm a really big advocate for taking social media breaks and trusting that you don't have to live on these internet streets 24-7 to know that people can find you and people will see you. Because as you're being consistent over a period of time, when you do take breaks, people can find your work. I've had it happen. I have met women at an in-person event and they would share with me that they scrolled through all my content. And in fact, I had a conversation last weekend, in fact, with a woman that I met at an event. And I had not posted on my Instagram, which was the platform she reached out to me on in quite like several days because I was in a space of replenishing my energy. And I decided I wasn't going to put pressure on myself to post every day when I was in that space of, I need to replenish. And yet she reached out to me. She saw enough content on my platform to feel compelled to reach out and schedule a call and is interested in working with me. And so for me, that was really validation that knowing what I put out there is enough. And I don't have to burn myself out to be successful. And so the next thing is to have boundaries with social media. And so there are different apps that I have learned to use over time to break my own addictions to using social media in a way that was not healthy, 
There have been times where I was just obsessively on there, always checking, 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 checking because I didn't want to miss interacting with someone or I didn't want to miss an opportunity to connect with someone. And the accessibility, we have our phones attached to our hips most times, right? And so the accessibility alone, like you literally have to tap on a button on your screen and there are the apps right there open. And so what I have done is I have set timers on the apps that I use for social media so that they shut off each day after a certain amount of usage. And that is my way to have boundaries and to, again, manage my energy. It also reinforces taking breaks, but now on a daily basis, instead of waiting for these huge buildups to where I feel like I can't function because I have absorbed too much negativity or I've absorbed too much content or I've consumed too much, right? That I have now looked at how can I make a daily habit of preserving my energy as an empathic woman. So taking breaks, having boundaries. And then the next thing, and this is one that comes up so, so much. (sighs) When we are empathic and we're highly intuitive and we're deep thinkers and we are like the light in dark space, oftentimes people who have the personality type to be gaslighters, manipulators, or passive aggressive will throw a stone, throw a rock, meaning they will make comments on your posts to try to get you to react so that they can poke holes at you. I've personally experienced this quite a few times over the years, and I can discern it and pick it up every time where I have a very empowering presence. That's part of my brand. I have a transformational empowerment brand. So of course, my content is going to be empowering. My content is going to be transformational. My content is going to be thought provoking. It's going to have a vibe behind it because that's who I am, right? Well, when people feel some type of way about what I write, I've had people leave nasty comments and I can tell they're trying to poke the bear so that they can see if I react so they can say, see, she's not all that spiritual. She's not all that kind. She's not all that this or that. That's the intention um, many times when people that are wired that way do that. Now, there's a difference between people who are disagreeing with you and sharing their opinion in a respectful way versus people who are projecting or gaslighting or manipulating or being passive aggressive. And this is how you can tell the difference, which leads me to my next point your instincts. As an empathic person, we are highly intuitive. We can feel the undertone when someone's vibe is off. We can feel the passive aggressive undertone. We can feel the shade. We can feel the sneak dissing. We can feel when something just don't feel right. Even if it's worded perfectly, we can feel that still doesn't feel right. And so my next, my next point is to trust your instincts. Don't gaslight yourself. If you feel like it doesn't feel right, trust yourself, trust yourself and ignore it. Now I do teach in my programs. Um, I have different, different offers that I share that I'll be talking about in the, in the coming future about my communication tools and strategies 
of how to deal with passive aggressive gaslighters or people who are difficult communicators as an empathic person, because there's actually a strategy behind how you want to communicate with those people. But for all intents and purposes and to save time here on the podcast and to honor the integrity of my work that private coaching clients have paid for these strategies, I will say, ignore the negativity if you don't know what else to say. Sometimes saying nothing, doing no thing is best because you can stay in your power. You cannot give away your power. Sometimes just by responding to someone who is looking to get you activated and react, it feeds them. It feeds them and then it gives them something to feed off of. And so if you don't know what to say, say nothing, ignore it. That's my best advice for that. Now, the the next thing is about social media is you want to make it an enjoyable experience for you. So you shouldn't be following anyone who disturbs your spirit. If anyone disturbs you, just unfollow them, disconnect, protect your peace, just how you would in real life. If in real life, you like to keep a close, tight knit circle and you only like to communicate with a selected few because you've built trust, you've built connection, you've built authentic, genuine care for each other, you get to treat social media the same way. And so that was something I have had to learn through the school of hard knocks that I get to treat social media the same way I treat my real life. If it doesn't feel good, I don't want it in my life. That's who I am. That's how I am. And so making it an enjoyable experience for you is so important because we did not become entrepreneurs to create another job that we dislike. And that is one of the things I'm noticing in the online social media space, especially for us empathic intuitive, sensitive souls is a lot of people are struggling with social media because they're absorbing a lot of negativity. They're discerning through the BS. They're not feeling good about certain interactions they're having. And so we have to, we have to remember that we created these companies and businesses because of freedom. We wanted to have freedom. That was the whole point, especially as empathic souls, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I have worked in the soul sucking toxic work environments where it felt like I had no energy. My mental health was in the trash and I was constantly triggered left and right because the environment was just that terrible. And so why would I subject myself to the same experience as an entrepreneur when I chose this life for the freedom of choice. I wanted to choose the way that my life experiences were, even down to the work that I do. I wanted to do things my way. I wanted to find my way. And so this has been one of the biggest things of freedom for me as an empathic entrepreneur is remembering that I chose this because I wanted the power of choice. I wanted to have freedom to choose how I wanted to spend my life, how I wanted to do this work and how I wanted to feel when doing it. And so when we can remember that, we also give ourselves permission to do it our way. You know, I was working with a private client this year 
And she's also an empathic entrepreneur. She she owns three businesses, in fact. And two of her business were businesses were actually brick and mortar in-person businesses. And then her third business is an online coaching community, a uh, coaching business. And she was having challenges with doing live streams because of the fear of projections from others, the fear of what are people going to think, the fear of the bullies or the attacks and, you know, all the, all the fears, worries, and doubts that tend to come up when we're talking about putting ourselves out there in an authentic way, right? Like it's easy to put out whatever you want to put out there, but I'm talking to the people who want to put themselves out there in an authentic way so that you are actually attracting the people who are ideal for you to work with or to purchase from you. And when I was working with this client, we did somatic work, which means that we we did some use different tools somatically through the body to be able to process any residue that was causing her to feel triggered when she would do a live stream that was causing her to feel anxious because she would get really anxious. She even would get sweaty, like her palms would get sweaty. She would get really, really nervous. So we did some somatic tools to help her to feel safe in her body to actually be seen authentically. And you guys, in less than three months, this woman is doing consistent live streams as her authentic self and she's, she has people interested in her coaching now because she's showing up visibly as her authentic self. And it's as a result of the work that we did together in implementing what I've been in part sharing with you all here on this episode. Being an empathic entrepreneur, we have a different way that we have to be. We can't operate the same way everybody else does. Those who are very linear, logical focused, they are more in their hustle, hustle, go, go, you know, energy, they function differently than we do. And so one of the biggest lessons I learned in my journey was chew the meat, spit out the bones. There are certain pieces of what we learn about building our businesses that apply and work well for us. And then there are things that we just get to say, you know what, that's not for me. That was one of the biggest things I've had to learn on my journey is everything's not for me and it's okay. It doesn't make them right or me wrong or vice versa. It just is what it is. It just is not for me. And it doesn't mean that I have to make them wrong about it or to feel bad about it because I decided that it wasn't for me. It just is what it is. And there also unlocks a higher level of permission for myself in understanding that as an entrepreneur, I am reclaiming my power of choice to decide how do I want to build this in a way that's good for me and my well-being. Because well-being was a huge, huge driving factor for me of why I wanted to be an entrepreneur, because I deeply, deeply value my well-being. I deeply value having a thriving life, a whole life, fulfillment. I deeply value feeling good. And because of that, I have had to navigate spaces and places that teach different business strategies and things like that with a lot of wisdom, using my discernment, trusting my gut, trusting my intuition, trusting my God-given instincts because everything is not for me. And there are a lot of people out there who are business strategists and marketers and salespeople and things like that, that teach different strategies and tips and tactics that may work for 
the masses, but for us empathic entrepreneurs, sometimes we have to be mindful of what advice we're taking. And those types of people sometimes don't get us at all. I have experienced that a lot. I've been in this for quite some time now. And what I have found is a lot of people don't understand us empathic entrepreneurs one bit. They don't get us at all. And I think that's why I'm here. You know, sharing my story here on this episode, being more open and transparent with you all about what my journey has been like as an empathic entrepreneur, because it has not been easy by any means. It's been worth it. I love the women that I work with. I love the work I do. I'm so good at it. It's my gift. It's, you know, it's my expertise. And when you're navigating different business communities and spaces and places with people who are just wired differently than you, you know, we're all different and that's okay. But when they don't get you and it's hard for them to make suggestions or recommendations on how you should function as a business owner, as an empathic business owner online and in social media, it could come up with some challenges. And so I'm hoping that what I've been sharing on today's episode has been helpful for you to just remember that you get to navigate this in your own unique way. You know, one thing I have been giving myself permission to do more and more of as I am getting older, even though I still feel like I'm still very young, which I know I am, and building this personal empowerment, transformational brand and doing the work that I've been called to do is just continuously giving myself permission to explore how I can do it my way. And I'm going to continue to do that, you know, until it unfolds in the way that feels like I've, I've nailed it. And until then, this is what I've been doing to navigate it. And I noticed that this year, my health, my well-being, my vitality, my energy, my flow, my gifts, my talents, my expertise has been flourishing like never before. And I, I think it's because I started to realize I needed to approach social media differently than how I used to. And it's been a game changer. It really has been. And so I would love to hear from you and know if there were, if there's anything I've shared that was insightful for you or beneficial for you to hear. I'd also love to know if there's any questions that you have about what I shared on this episode. And so you can either email me at ca at cassandraaustin.com, Cassandra spell with one S, or you can join my free community over on Facebook, The Empowered Self, and join the conversations over there that we have. I, I tend to ask different questions to spark conversations amongst each other and the community members there. And sometimes we have some interesting conversations about what is it like for us to do life do love and build a legacy as empathic, intuitive, deep women, (laughs) because we're wired so differently. We're not like the masses. And I love that we're not. I love it. I'm here for it because it makes us so unique, so special. And the world needs us. The world needs you. Now, if you're noticing that you are really desiring support. You are like, you know what? I want to activate my power so that I can create this thing in a way that feels good for me. Like my, like my private client I shared did where 
you know, we, we did some work together. We used some somatic tools to process. We did some mindset work and I gave her some communication strategies for her to navigate doing her live streams. And it's been very effective for her. And so if you'd like support in that, then I will pop a link in the comments and you can schedule a power activator call with me. And on the power activator call, that's a really great time to connect for you to share with me what it is that you are desiring to create, help you to gain deeper conviction about that by creating a powerful belief, helping you to elevate your confidence, and then also discover the next best steps you can take so that you are actually creating what it is that you want. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, you can schedule that. And then what's really cool about the power activator calls is that if you realize that you would like to work further with me, like long-term coaching, then you can just apply the fee from the Power Activator call to your coaching package and we would just start working together. So I'm really excited about some things that are coming up. And so again, if you wanna stay close and connected to me, I highly recommend joining me on my free community over on Facebook, The Empowered Self. That is where I will be usually making my first announcements about any free masterclasses or paid programs or coaching offers that I have available. And so there's some cool things coming up and I can't wait to share it with you all. But in the meantime, take care of yourselves, preserve your energy and make sure that you are doing this your way. All right. Talk to you all next time. Take care now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.